Hey everyone, we're back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we're back. Uh, uh, My recovery wife, wife Stephanie, and I. And um, thank you so much again. I love doing podcasts. I'm you. You're you guys are probably gonna hear more from me because I'm trying to get all my friends now to like do a podcast with me. Um, Because I just you know I love being of service and I recovery is something that it's my favorite topic to talk about so tonight um stephanie and i are going to talk about uh the serenity retreat um you know for anyone in the future in a few days it's going to open up for registration so it's really on our mind june 1st june 1st um but even if this is in the future uh that we, you know, Oregon Intergroup puts on one uh, a year, but then there's also Central Oregon puts on one, Vancouver puts on one, um, Southern Oregon puts on one. So whatever time of year that you're uh, listening to this recording, this is about just going to retreats and um, why we still go, you know, and why we like going so much. So. Stephanie, why don't you, uh, let me sort of, you know, I was going to say Larry King, but uh, I don't really want to be Larry King. You know, (laughs) (laughs) know? (laughs) I think, anyway, uh, you know, I don't want to be Bob Walters either, Um, but, you know, (laughs) or Oprah, you know, I'll have to think of someone that I, you know, maybe Jimmy Fallon. There we go. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Stephen Colbert. Oh, yes. Oh, Thank you. Yeah, I get to be Stephen Colbert. So, um, what is your history or story with going to retreats? What was your? How did you go to your even your first one? Or um, that's a good question. Trying to remember back my first one, but um, but I will say that my um experience with retreats is has been um categorically positive. Um, I don't know if that's, you know, that may just be my own personal experience, but for me, um, and this may in part relate to my workaholism, um, there's something about that full immersion in the subject matter manner and the, the time to just marinate in it and, um, you know, in being in a natural setting and whatever, um, like it's my program has always um, benefited dramatically um, from going on retreats such that I was like, maybe if I just, you know, went on a treat, a retreat every month, I would stay <laughs> abstinent, you know, back, back before I, be, I became abstinent. But but it did, you know, kind of um, lift my program just by virtue of the fact that I was able to hear messages delivered, you know, repeatedly in a, in a slowed down setting that I wouldn't necessarily hear in a regular meeting because in a regular meeting, I would be like, Oh, I have to take the trash out and I have to do the laundry and, you know, and there's a squirrel outside and whatever, um, you know, just, becoming more distracted than than in a, a retreat setting so when did you come into OA 
Um, I think it was 2018, it, it, either 2017 or 2018. Um, and I'm thinking my first retreat must have been the, um, the one at the coast. Um, I've been to the uh, the one up at the mountain as well. So Camp um, Arowana, which we're not doing anymore. Right. So are in the, yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to remember which one I did first. I think it was the one at the beach. Um, and uh, yeah, and just you know, it's nice to um, meet fellows from other fellowships as well. Like you know, finding. Um, connecting with people who you don't normally see. Um, you know, I met some incredible people. Um, one woman that I really liked and I'm like totally spacing her name and, uh, hoping that maybe she'll come again. Um, but yeah, I just really, um, uh, found her to be, uh, a great Yeah. So it, person. it because the, of the, so, we get to meet people outside of the Portland metro area. So, you know, and they're the Van, Vancouver girls that come, you know, that always uh, come. Hopefully, though, I can't remember any of their names, but, you know, <laughs> but, you know, oh, those are, those are the Vancouver girls, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They come in a pack and. Yeah. Um, Actually, Sarah, who uh, attends a number of the uh, local meetings, I met her at the retreat and really connected with her. I, I just, I think she's awesome yeah. and really enjoy her. So anyway, um, so were you nervous going to your first retreat? Um, cause no. you couldn't have been in program very long at all. Yeah. So that was really brave of you to just be like, yeah, okay. I'll go. Did, how did that even come to pass? You're I, just like, Oh, I'll go to this retreat. Yeah. I don't recall being nervous or anything. Um, I think that maybe, you know, other folks were going and were like, oh, are you going to go? And I was like, sure, yeah. Um, So maybe I had enough time in the rooms that I, you know, I felt comfortable with my fellows and knew that they were going to be there. So I wasn't like, you know, flying solo or anything. Um, And, you know, just my experience in program is that everyone is very, you know, kind and and welcoming so you know like maybe I just trusted that that would be true at the retreat as well yeah but I don't think I had the expectation um uh, going to the retreat that it would have the um as strong an impact on me as it did I think I just thought like oh I'll just go to this and and uh you know see what happens or whatever but you know every single time in fact I was just telling uh, Lily at the meeting, like it was one of the few times that, um, I, I went to the grocery store after a retreat and I was looking at the flowers, um, at the store and I was like, Oh my gosh, they're so beautiful. And like the, the sun was shining and the <laughs> birds were singing. Like it really got me into, you know, a connected space with HP that I don't spend a lot of time in and realizing, you know, and that was kind of the topic of the meeting tonight, um, is the, The you know, yeah, that slowing down, getting into, you know, just being with my thoughts and feelings and program and, you know, um, so anyway. 
and you know, not that any of our listeners care, but um, I think your first retreat is where you met my mom. Wasn't that you? I did meet your mom at a retreat, but I don't know if that was my first retreat. Yeah, I just did the math. It has to be. Oh, really? Unless you went to... That was up at the mountain. That was up at the mountain. So did you... Unless you did Twin Rocks, then it might have been your second. Because... Oh, Lordy. You're I asking know. me to remember things. It's okay. I just... It was this weird thing where um, I... To be honest, I don't remember you, but I remember talking to you about my mom, and you said, oh, yeah, I met her at the retreat, and I was like, how did, you know, so, yeah, crazy. Yeah, well, and and I remember thinking how awesome it was, you know, having heard part of your story that, you know, that you were able to have a relationship with your mom and that you were able to be at a retreat with her. Yeah, that was a big, huge, immense weekend for us. You know, just in terms of a healing thing for us, because yeah. it had taken so long. Um, but anyway, so okay, so that's your story. My story is is that um, I I think like I, I it it had to have been the first or second one that you went to. I have not been going to retreats very long, so I've been oh. in the rooms forever. And I just, I, I also remember being here and flyers going by and I'm like, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to do that. It just wasn't, I, my schedule was like, I don't have time. You know what I mean? It just didn't fit in with my lifestyle. Like I was just like, no, I'm, um, I'm not going to do that. And then uh, I hit a place in my program where, you know, this is, this is a common problem, not everyone has it, but a common problem is like when you have so many years, well, I had a lot of time and my program was feeling stale. And every fucking reading, I was like, oh my God, you know, here it is, you know, I'm listening to it again. Or I remember my particular um, uh, gadfly was, you know, oh, let's read acceptance is the answer. It's like, okay, you know, I'd only heard, I mean, seriously, I remember when people would say, and it's a brilliant, you know, whatever, it's wonderful. Dr. Paul is one of my favorites. I've listened to so many of his, I've got like 10, and not exaggeration, 10 of his talks. But again, it was it was just like I'd hear that and I'd be like, oh my god. You That's know, the joy of having a shitty memory. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's all new to me. Every it's day. all new. <laughs> and so I I think it had been, you know, and I had listened to Earl H, who's one of my AA heroes, um, and he talked about the long dry spell of meetings, and so. Thankfully, I had already heard that, so I, I at least had a name for what I was in. He was like this long drive, and that's what I mean. Like, it, he normalized it for me ahead of time. Like, oh, this is what Earl H was talking about. You know, around 20 years, you're like, oh my god. Um, and uh, and I and the flyer went around, and at the Friday night meeting. And again, every time it went around, whatever, every year, I'm like, no. And this was twice a year would go around, and I would just, like, hand it over. But Denise sent it around, and then she said, 
um, they're having trouble with uh, registration. The registration is low. So that really dovetailed with my being of service. So it was this like synergy between I need something. Look, so thankfully my recovery muscle is is like I need to do something different. You know, I need to add some or whatever. I mean, I don't want to get into oftentimes people try to tweak their program when it's working. It's like don't, it's working, leave it alone. But I needed something, you know, because it was, you know, it's like a marriage. It's like 20 years marriage. I wasn't really feeling it. I was like, now we're just roommates. So I needed something to kind of like, you know, put some of the pizzazz back into it. And, um, and I went and I think the first one was Twin Rocks. Uh, because I think the second one was with my mom. I'm not really sure, but I just absolutely fell in love with it because I have a woo-woo background despite being totally a logical thing. But on the side, when I wasn't telling anyone back in, you know, the Bay Area, I would go, uh, to up into the mountains to, you know, uh, Redwood and where they would have these woo-woo things. And, um... Was for, uh, out of the school of body electric. So I was familiar with the idea of people leaving, going to the sacred place, slowing down, dialing in and connecting to, you know, uh, the higher power and having a spiritual weekend. And so it was it just set me on fire. I was just like, I want to do this. And, uh, and then I ended up, you know, being the registrar. And then I think my first year of being the chair was right before quarantine. That was my first one that I did myself. And then for people who don't know, we were at Twin Rocks when everything went into quarantine, <laughs> cause like our, we had like almost 70 people or 72 people and half of them didn't come. Um, so, you know, then that kind of put everything on hold. We were going to do a summer, you know, thing. And so we'll see where it goes. But, um, so I also really want, want people to at least experience it. Um, not everyone has a, a really great experience. My suggestion is around that is this is not club met where you pay to go and you have and you expect people to to make you know, you expect your room to be nice. You expect like, I'm paying a lot of money for all of this. That's not like, you know, this is completely volunteer. Not to mention. It's more summer camp than club mate. It's exactly. <laughs> it's more summer camp. It's more like nonprofit, completely volunteer based. It will, it will only be a disservice to you if you go in thinking like what you want, you know, um, uh, 
Sella used to call it, you know, the queen of surrender and the queen of control, you know, and that sometimes like you do need the queen of control, you know, to step in and be like, I need to make sure blah, blah, blah. And there's, um, so for example, you can't climb stairs. Absolutely advocate for yourself. But then there's the queen of surrender where you just trust that you, that you're going to do a spiritual journey and it's going to start before you even get there. You know, it's like, like the retreat is Friday evening. Well, you'll, or Friday late afternoon, early evening. My experience is you start to notice the week before you go, like, you know, if you're open to it, like certain things coming together, which become the things that you're going to work on at the retreat. So meaning like, this is what you're going to bring to the retreat, whether it's like things are really flowing and you're like, Oh, I'm going to go deeper into the flow in the retreat or things piss you off right before the retreat looks. This is where I, I guess you're going to unpack all that. You know what I mean? And learn how to hold it differently, whatever. My experience is the week before and the week after are part of the spiritual journey of the retreat. It's just that the retreat is the apex. So again, Sel and I would call it climbing the mountain. Like the week before, I'm already climbing the mountain. You know, Um, the music's already started to play for me. And then the retreat itself is just, you know the deep dive. So do you have any recollections of any big ahas or anything like that? I mean, it all does kind of blur even for me, but I'm wondering mm-hmm. if there's any like particular, um, I don't know about aha. Well, maybe ahas, but, um, I guess, um, you know, the, whole experience not just you know like the the speakers or whatever but like you know like doing artwork and you know going to the pool and stuff like it um uh and doing campfires and whatever like um that i i get something not just from the speakers and the material but from you know kind of the overall um experience of it i know one of the retreats um I went to a lot of people were talking about um, trauma in relation to uh, their compulsive overeating. And um, it was kind of the first time um, that in a way that I was like, I'm not a circus freak. Like, like, like more people than not uh, who are here are you know dealing with trauma um and so you know kind of broke down maybe some of my barriers because I kind of had this like I'm you know I'm the only one I'm I'm a circus freak mm-hmm. and I actually I think I shared that at the yeah <laughs> I was like oh, good news I'm not a circus freak right um so that was an aha uh, opportunity. Um, another speaker um, talked about like, and I remember actually this pissing me off. He he said like, when you're hungry, like that's, you know, that's when you ask HP, you know, that's when your higher power comes in to help you deal with that. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like I think, but I think that's the first time that like, 
I kind of got like, oh, like that's I'm supposed to ask for help when I'm right. when it when it gets hard. Yeah. Um. So that was uh, uh something that I learned there, and then um actually you know it's kind of silly, but some of the like the materials um the the paper materials that I received I you know had a lot of good information um in them, and I'm trying to recall. Um, what was, some of that was, but there was Colleen and John K, Peter W. Yeah, he yeah. Peter. Yeah, Peter did. Re- do Rebecca a, or some whatever. Anyway, the great thing about every retreat having a different leader is is that they run the retreat completely differently, and so it's basically like um whoever the retreat speaker is or leader or whatever we call them, it's kind of like imagine, you know, these different musicians who play different instruments and even different genres, you know what I mean? And and so every retreat in that sense is different. But in one sense, it's the same. Friday we have dinner, then we have a Friday evening session in the morning, we have breakfast, then we have a morning session, we have a break, we have an afternoon session, then we have an evening session. So there is like this sort of, and then Sunday morning we have a session. And um, Roberta, that was her name. Yeah, I didn't go to that yeah. one. I went to Peter and John. And Colleen? No, I don't think. <laughs> Good God. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, so there's this, so the, the framework is constant, you know, um, but how, how it gets, you know, um, but the material can be different. So for example, I think some people, you know, they do steps one, two, and three this night, and then three, four, then five, six, seven, eight, and then Sunday is, you know, uh, 11 and 12 or something but then when Roberta did it what she did because she had done so many retreats which she asked us all you know what did we want to hear so she did a you know she wrote a list of things that everyone threw out like what they wanted to hear about or talk about or whatever she put that on a big huge white you know piece of paper and then she grouped them accordingly and then each session we did that um you know, uh, when I, when I ended up leading it, that's because our speaker quarantine, you know, Leslie E was like, I can't risk it because she had had cancer. And so, you know, what I did is I was like, I don't know, were you there? I, I wasn't because yeah. uh, I was actually working ridiculous hours trying to get everybody at my company ready to work from home. Oh, so yes. Yeah. To- and basically it was like, you know, our speaker doesn't show up. It's all of us. And I'm like, hey, guess what, you guys? God's in charge. Who wants to do the morning session? <laughs> Who wants to do? I was like, I'll do the evening session because none of you were prepared. But And then it was great. We just had, you know, people like, I, I sort of coerce Denise, you know, I'm like, do the tools, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, you do the tools, you do, you know, you do this, you do that, and, uh, and it was great, it was a really great retreat, um, so is there anything else we kind of want to, you know, sort of 
pitch. I mean, obviously you can hear that we love going to retreats. Um, it's, you know, for all the reasons that we've said, I think that you, you do hear things that, you know, this, from my point of view, where you think you've heard it all, mm-hmm. sometimes it's really nice to go to a retreat. Um, well, and even just, you know, having an opportunity to step out of your life, you know, and I mean, even, you know, if you don't attend a session for one time and you stay in your room and write in your journal or whatever, you know, like there's, you know, just having that time. Cause I know many of us lead crazy busy lives or whatever, and just giving yourself that time and space, you know, even if you're not necessarily attending sessions every single time, like, or you're tired mm-hmm. and you just take a nap or, you know, right. like, um, and, um, the, the topic of the OA meeting that we attended tonight was, um, you know, like slowing down and, um, and how, you know, being where your feet are or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I find that much easier to do when I'm not in my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think of it as like, you know, I like the, the analogy that I sort of just stumbled upon around the marriage. You know what I mean? It's, you know, it's, it's literally like, it's not like date night. Cause that can happen. Like meetings are date night, but it's like, and I'm thinking of this cause you know, you and David just went on like, you know, a few nights to get away to the beach. It's kind of like that where you put everything aside and you're like, okay, I'm going to really focus on my relationship to my HP and my relationship to my fellowship because those are the two powers that are required for me to maintain my abstinence is, you know, the power of my, my higher power and then the power of the fellowship. And without both of those, you can't get sober, you can't get abstinent. Um, that's the whole point behind 12 step is, is it's not just to sort of come to Jesus and pray. No, it's one alcoholic talking to another, one bulimic talking to another, one compulsive eater talking to another. So yes, you need your higher power because you can't have your fellowship move into your kitchen with you. You know, <laughs> so there are times where you're you're alone and you and you need to be able to, you know, have something that you can believe will help you through being uncomfortable. But at the same time, you know, if we didn't have you, if I didn't have you, I mean, you know, and other, you know, other women in the rooms or men in the rooms, I would feel like I'm like a freak, but you know, by being immersed with you guys, I don't feel that way. You know, I feel like, well, I, I drew that straw. Everyone's got something, you know, there are probably support groups out there for, you know, people with fibromyalgia or people with cancer or, and it's like, okay, I'm not going to take this personally. You know, this is addiction runs in my family. This is what I've got. Oh, it runs in your family too. Oh, okay. How crazy are you? Let me out crazy you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and the contest begins. And the contest begins. <laughs> or just this sort of normalizing, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, okay. So, um, I don't know. I think that's, so we're going to, we're going to post this now cause it's not right the second. Uh, because registration is opening and then I'll probably post it again right before it closes, you know, to kind of, in case you're sort of wondering. 
Yeah, the last thought I had was that, you know, as as luck would have it, that it's also a beautiful setting um, oh, in nature. Oh, my gosh, yeah, Twin Rocks. And, you know, for myself, um, my spirituality is very connected to nature. And so it's like, not only am I closer to HP because I'm with my fellows and, uh, you know, immersed in the materials, but also because I'm in, you know, the cathedral. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so. exactly. The original cathedral. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to us, and we hope to see you at the retreat.